Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promise. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And this podcast, we may discuss a movie of note, but things are changing and changing quickly. So I thought we would bring you up to date with what we know regarding movies and theaters and the like. They are a-changing. Are they not? So... Again, you spoke about the movie Tenet a while ago, and then I was so disappointed that David Tenet wasn't in it, I thought, whatever. Or that it's not about people that want to get an apartment so that they can be tenants in it. No, it's none of those things. Well, that would have been Rent, right? Wasn't that about that? Could be. Yes, I believe that and uh, Diseases. And The Apartment. Yes. The Apartment was a weird movie. Also not solely about apartments. No, not at all. Anyway, Tenet... Now has a firm release date. Well, now, that's subject to change. But now, it is coming out July 31st, and we'll talk about it in a second. The first movie of note that is going to be in theaters, allegedly, maybe, probably, is Mulan. Because it's, it's holding the, what is it? The, July the 24th. Mid-July. Okay, okay. It's later than Never two, the initial... Never at dusk. And Wonder Woman kept getting moved back. Now it's going to be sometime in the fall. But the first one that's supposed to be out is July 24th, Mulan. So you'll be back in theater. I'm back! I'm still really sad that Mushu is not... Mushu's in, not in it in no. any way? Like, I... Well, that's wrong. I, I, I guess there's a lot of people that saw that movie and didn't... Like, Eddie Murphy was essentially like the genie from Aladdin. In that movie. Right. And if I'm going to remake that movie, like, the first thing I'm doing is asking Eddie Murphy what he's up to. Like, if Robin Williams had have still been alive, I imagine they would have asked him to reprise the role of the genie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't so, I don't know how you make Mulan. With, I mean, I do. Like, the real story didn't actually have M- Mushu in it. But Are you sure? I'm reasonably certain it did not have a cartoony talking so dragon. So there's a real Mulan? Yeah, it's based on a true story. I didn't know that. I mean, I don't know how much of it, like, it, it's based on a true story in, the, in as much as, like, Pocahontas, Disney's Pocahontas oh. was based on a true story. I think they embellished a lot of they those did. elements. So, Mulan was supposed to come out in March. Critics have seen it. And so far, on IMDb, they've given it a 5.4 out of 10. Now, that being said, and having not seen the movie... The trailer alone deserves a six and a half. It's, I mean, it's got a solid trailer. Yeah. But I've, I've seen a lot of movies that had fantastic trailers that I got into the movie and just went, oh, well, they, they put the two minutes worth of good things. Yes. But a five, a four point, did I say four? I've already forgotten. It was it, basically, anyway, it, wasn't it, good. it was about half, half mast was what you were saying. All right. So I'm seeing Jason Scott Lee is in it and Jet Lee is in it. And yet, and, I'm sorry, and Gong, Gong Lee is in it. And are any of those Lees spelled the same way? They are not. And I find that fascinating. I do. I don't know. Uh, well, no, Gong Lee and Jet Lee is spelled the same. Now, I will say most of your live-action Disney adaptations are usually of varying quality. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I didn't dislike Beauty and the Beast, but, the, I mean, they essentially just Xeroxed 
the animated one. Right. I didn't hate the Aladdin that we got, but I also really liked the cartoon a whole lot more. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, I guess it's a good way to make a billion dollars at this point, but I also haven't liked any of them more than I liked their animated counterpart. Mm-hmm. So going into this, like you're telling me that it's, you know, 4.5 or a 5.4 or whatever it was. I'm not expecting to like this more than I liked the, what was it? 98, 1998 mm-hmm. Mulan. Um, so if it, if it surpasses that like great, but at this point the track record is, well, I'm not going to like this as much as it's animated counterpart, but it's something to do. And the kids usually like it. Now, all of the songs have been deleted. However, there are instrumental versions of the original film's songs, which I appreciate. Well, at least you're kind of respecting what what came before it. Right. Um, I and- do appreciate that. And for some people, they haven't seen the animated one. For some people, this could be the only time they've seen it, so they really don't have a point of reference. And. Basically, what they're trying to do with it as well, like even if you have seen the the original Mulan, it it feels at least like from the previews that I've seen, like they're not making the same movie. They're based on similar, like they're they're based on the same thing, but they're. I don't know what you're saying because my mind just got broken. Well, fair enough. Let's. I just, I'm just I'm scanning this about the music, and I'm reading, and I'm reading, and you're talking, and then I see that they're talking with what is he billed as Matthew Wilder, who previously co-wrote the songs for the original film, revealed that the remake will feature a new version of the song Reflection. Do you know who Matthew Wilder is? Um, n- yes, but you do. Probably. And yeah, they're going to break my stride. Nah, nah, oh, nah, fair nah, enough. Nah, okay, nah, yeah, then, then I did, uh, yes. I had no idea that he, did that he wrote the songs. Well, they I don't think Disney... That made the whole world sing. Disney did not promote that as heavily as they did then, say, um, when Elton John was co-writing with Tim Rice on Lion King. I'd like to also add, I didn't even know he was alive. I thought, you know how sometimes someone passes away that, like, oh, in my mind. I can take comfort in the fact that no one is ever going to have to worry about saying that about me. Because they'll just be like, Adam Cravens was relevant once. Is he still alive? Mm -hmm. Like, I was never relevant, so nobody ever has to worry about just going, isn't he dead? Mm -hmm. I thought he's dead. I haven't heard about him in, in in a minute. Wow. I just see that's one of the the reason I'm shocked at this is because that little tidbit, which I will now never forget, nor will you. It's the kind of garbage we tote around with us all the time. I can kind of hear it now that you're saying that about the original. Like I'm playing like the uh, what was it? The I'll make a man out of you. Like yeah. I'm listening to it now and going, okay, all right. It's it's like after you find out Michael Jackson wrote a lot of the instrumental stuff in Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. three. And you start listening to the music in the game and just going, this is absolutely like the backbeat in a Michael Jackson song. I don't know how I didn't see it before. Yeah. Now, what is also a nice nod to the original uh, reflection was sung by Christina Aguilera. And she has sung Loyal, Brave, and True. They already released that song. And so that's that's nice because she was like 16 when she did Reflection and then cursed us for every single person who performed on American Idol to try to sing that song like Extina. 
I uh, I can't really do anything like Christina Aguilera, so it, it's never really been an issue of mine. Mm, so, um, uh, live action Mulan is wonderful in that, unlike films, let's say this film was made in 1949. Or, or let's in, say that John Wayne was going to star in it. Is that where you're headed with yes. this? Yes. And, and let's say um, I did watch Catherine Hepburn in a film where she was a Chinese woman. Um, well, I mean, even if you want to go back though to Though actually, these, it really wasn't a stretch for her. I you, didn't think it would work. If you want to even look at the original Mulan, Donnie Osmond is not of that descent uh, at all. Nor do I think he should probably be telling anybody how to be a man. Like when I think of masculinity and I, I think of like the brawny man or like men riding horse, I am not sitting there going, where's Donnie Osmond? He could teach me a thing or two about masculinity. So uh, just because you need to know this, the reason I saw Dragon Seed with Catherine Hepburn is because it was free in a library, and I didn't have any manner of seeing anything except the VHS and the TV that had no cable. And so I went, oh, I've never heard of this Catherine Hepburn movie that came out in 1944. Where and then she, you're like, that's why. She is a woman in a peaceful Chinese village. And it's like, wow, they're really going through with this. It is a good movie after you take away the, the part that everyone is Chinese but Catherine Hepburn. But it's, it is easier to pull off on her than I thought it would be. Yeah, I can say. I mean, you know. It, in as much as people can accept Rab Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and just be like, why is Robin Hood not right. speaking with a or, British or accent Mickey in Rooney any way? in yeah. um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. This is... It's a, I can almost. I, I think it's slightly better than Mickey Rooney, yeah. but like I, I still think it's it's definitely a we should have rethought this. Yeah, yeah, and you know Natalie Wood. Um, well, she got to be uh, Native American and Puerto Rican um, because I guess she's a brunette. I. It was a different time. It was, and evidently you could just cast any. Okay, Sean Connery was a Russian submarine captain. <laughs> in um hunt for red october and like he doesn't even pretend and that's what i love about it like it, he's just sitting there going yes yes the submarine make it make it like i'm like you're not that's not even and it didn't matter we still love the movie it's not even like a bad russian accent he just went nah i'm doing it scottish so you're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry, Jane Ellen, talking with Adam Cravens, basically about what's about to happen with theaters and the movies coming out. So Mulan is coming out first at the moment on July 24th. And so we are recording this on June 22nd, maybe? Right around. Sure. Something like that. So we've got like six weeks-ish. Sounds about Four, right. five. Yeah. I don't know. We have less than two months before this is allegedly happening. So this is what I've read. Where we are, because I know you could be listening to us anyway. Where we are, AMC, in our, in our little town. It's an Art Garfunkel song. In our little town, uh, AMC is the only option right here. 
And from what I've read, AMC is going to do distant seating. Everyone who enters will have to wear a mask and I guess have their temperature checked, I guess. I don't I don't know about the mask. The mask will be necessary. Now I go to the theater mostly to see sci fi movies really big and for the popcorn. And then for me to either complain about it or say how good it was to eat half of a trough of it and then go, oh, I really should have stopped. Now I feel sick. And that's part of how, the joy. How are you going to do that? Yeah. I have looked everywhere. I don't see any mention of popcorn. However, I don't see how it would be that different than you going to pick up something or go to a drive through and have someone hand it through to you with, you know, the shields and stuff. Right? Well, I mean... Okay. I mean, French fry, well, they're coming out of hot oil. Popcorn is kind of, it is coming out of hot oil. I don't know. I mean, we also all know that most of the money made by a theater is mm-hmm. off its concessions. So I think it's it's very well assumed they're going to be pulling those masks up in order to eat the popcorn or hot dog or what whatever it is that you have decided to purchase from this this place. But I think it it's probably the reason why they originally just went, masks will not be necessary. Or um, they understand that they're in a very confusing like economic point mm-hmm. at the theater, and they don't want to turn anybody away either. It's, I, there, there are correct answers depending on the way that you're looking at the issues. Like, yes. If AMC and Regal are at the point that they're saying they're not going to release Universal movies... Um, that's that's a really different place than we were in, say, a year ago at this time. Like Jurassic World, whatever they're calling the third one, um, has it's either just resumed filming or is it just about to resume filming. Mm-hmm. That's a universal movie. You're you're telling me at this point because they they haven't said after Universal released Trolls and they said, um, you know, you release the trolls. Not like that. I don't no. think they did it like that. It wasn't Lord of the Ringsy. It was oh. uh, here to, to VOD, which is a lot less exciting and strange. And I had really hoped. I mean, in March, well, I was incredibly sick in March. In April, I would have really enjoyed seeing this Mulan because I wanted to see it. And I, I, mean, I think both Disney of us, we even before they shut it all down, you and I had mm-hmm. mentioned that we were excited about seeing Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, like we had mentioned before, Tenet got pushed back that we were excited about that or. I mean, any really any number of movies that are now like being released mm-hmm. in the fall. Um, so now, Tenet. Mulan is Mulan is going to be what they're betting the family on, because you know the story, and much like Aladdin, they think it's going to make money, and, well, and, it, and it, it might. It has the and Disney, I hope it does. It has the Disney brand on it. So I mean, like if you're going to sell. Come back to the theaters. Like, I really can't think of anybody better than like a big Disney uh-huh. product uh, out there on the forefront. And for better or for worse, Christopher Nolan's kind of like Alfred Hitchcock if he used a semi-automatic. Like, uh-huh. I mean, just the the movies are really well made. Like, Inception was huge. The Dark Knight trilogy was huge. Like, even his smaller movies are just. Fant- like uh, The Prestige, if you haven't seen that. It's a really great movie. And you- Ment- Memento stays with me. Holy, I've only yeah. seen it once, and that just blew my mind. It's If you haven't seen it, like 
it's it's well worth your time. Like Christopher Nolan knows how to construct. Like if you give him two hundred million dollars to make a movie, or you give him twenty dollars to make mm-hmm. a movie, the guy is going to make something that you probably want to keep your eyes on for right. the full two hours. So, like, if these are your guys leading your charge, I, I I definitely see that as putting your best foot forward. So, Tenet, I was watching the trailer and just thought. Oh, I really need to see this. Even it made me want to see it more. So I love that Michael Caine is in it. I love that Michael Caine is in so many movies. I, I love that apparently after Batman Begins, uh, Christopher Nolan couldn't not put Michael Caine in. He's just like, yeah, I've, what, are you, what, are, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, well, we've got a part for you. Have you got one written? No, just show up. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, put, we'll put you in it in some way. Mm-hmm. And... I th- this is going to sound strange, but I feel like this could be a a new career move casting wise for Robert Pattinson. Well, I mean, the guy is all funny enough. He did get word that he got cast in the new Batman while he was working on this movie with mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan. So I I would have loved to have gotten to hear that conversation where he's just like, oh, Chris, did you hear? I'm the new Batman. And Chris is like, oh, I know something about Batman. I, uh, Not for nothing, after Joel Schumacher like threw the thing into a dumpster and set mm-hmm. it on fire, um, I, I, I made a billion-dollar Batman movie. I don't know if you knew that, yeah. but, I, but I, I did. I did, except he said it, it like with a British accent. Yes. And, again, this sounds silly because he's 34 years old, but in the trailer... Robert Pattinson isn't playing look at my cheekbones and I have a lovely accent, Robert Pattinson. Not that he's playing that, but you know what I mean. Teen idly looking. He he was he was engaging. He I enjoyed what he was doing with the character. Right. And it wasn't well, I mean, as, oh just look at him. As much as he was the guy from Twilight, and mm-hmm. like for a couple of years he was. I will also remind you another guy that Christopher Nolan cast used to be a pretty boy, like Teen Idol as well. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, that's exactly when he cast him in Inception. Of. Yeah, like I, there was a point in time that I just, I could not have cared less about Leonardo DiCaprio. I was mm-hmm. like, get that pretty boy out of my face. But like, then I kept watching the movies he made after he kind of got that mm-hmm. clout from being in the highest grossing film of all time. And I'm like, oh, wow, this that kid from Growing Pains knows how to act. Yes, I feel that if this movie turns out as... I think it will. Then the the Batman wave of disappointment for those who haven't even seen it because it hasn't even been made, but they're already mad about it. I think that will turn the tide for him. I for some of them. I don't. I I'm not. I was not thrilled about that casting when I initially heard it, but I also was kind of curious whenever they cast Heath Ledger. Like I was sitting mm-hmm. there going, you. 10 Things I Hate About You? Really? That's the guy you want to play the Joker? I really loved him in Roar, the TV show he did with Ron Howard. But I'm also sitting there going, you know, Christopher Nolan, it, like, at that point had done, uh, let's see, he had done Batman Begins, he had done The Following, he had done Memento, and I want to say one other movie, but I was just like, okay, you know, th- this guy mm-hmm. seems to know what he's doing. I loved Batman Begins. Let's see what he's got to do. Matt Reeves did the latter two of the new planet of the apes trilogy mm-hmm. 
I, I enjoy that guy's I, work. And I enjoyed those. And, like, I've liked almost everything. Like, the new Batmobile, I'm enjoying that. Like, I'm just sitting there going, I, I don't like that bit of casting. But, like, I'm sure whenever, in 1988, whenever they announced, like, Mr. Mom was playing Batman, that there were, if the internet had have existed then, people would have been on it, like, up in arms. But Michael Keaton as Batman also turned out just fine. Mm-hmm. Because that confused me. Michael Keaton is Batman? But anyway. Your so, Beetlejuice is going to play Batman? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Played the heck out so, of him. So, Tenet is the word that these people know as they fight for the survival of the entire world. The protagonist of the capital P. So, I guess that guy doesn't have a name. He's just the protagonist? Well, I, I would... Or, or Christopher Nolan also doesn't let anything out about his movies before True the, that. Like, he is... In as much as, like, you keep, like, what's going on in a Star Wars movie under wraps before it comes out, or a Marvel movie. Like, everything this guy does. Kenneth Branagh is in it, and he said in order to say his lines, he had to ask Christopher Nolan, so what's my motivation? Because that could have something to do with how I deliver it. Because he didn't didn't know where the character was going. Well, I don't... Again, like no one sent me a script, so I don't know this conclusively. I know, and I'm not happy about that. But like, I guess no one had full scripts. No, I mean Christopher Nolan. From what I've read, no one had full scripts. And as I understand it, um, Christopher Nolan personally delivered some of these to the cast members. Like he wanted, he just like, I want you to read this. You can't see any of the rest of it. Which I'm going to tell you, like. In a, in a in a time when we can email like on our phones and take quick pictures of things, that's a pretty good way of making sure it doesn't get out there. Like, now, that being said, if you and I were cast in a movie right. like this, and we were both hand-delivered a script, uh, I totally know that we would read each other's scripts. Well, I, I, I'm going to assume he also took them like back. He's, oh, he's just like, back. He's like, oh. after he reads him, he's like, thank you. Oh, that would be, that would do it. And I would say, like, and a, and a director and an actor like Kenneth Branagh, who, like, has done, like, who's, uh, Shakespeare, like, has done stuff. I'm sure trying to find your motivation when you're not allowed to read it mm-hmm. has got to be a weird place, like, for him. But they also did uh, Dunkirk together, mm-hmm. I believe. So you you have to trust like the director and the writer trust enough. Trust the process, man. Well, I mean, you literally have to trust that guy that he's not going to make you look like an idiot because mm-hmm. it's not like you can be like, this story is excellent. I love this. You, he, you've just got enough to go by just going like, oh, those Dark Knight movies, those were pretty good. Uh, Dunkirk, <laughs> I like that. Inception, that was solid. Okay, all right. So I've been trying to get what this is about, and the word has something to do with it, and they can not just... Travel through time more like bend it, not so much like Beckham. No, but well, that would bend be, it. That would be an interesting turn at the end of the movie. I know. So now I'm wondering, bend time. Hmm. What What I'm getting from this, like, uh, if you ever saw, I want to say it was '95. If you ever saw Time Cop, uh, back in the '90s, it's a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. It's probably Jean Claude Van Damme's best movie, but that's not saying a lot either. Is that the splits on the counter movie? 
That is literally every Jean Claude. Oh, thing. he oh, finds a way oh. to. He's just like, I oh, mean, where where are there two chairs? Again, where are there two chairs for me to do the splits? If, if up? I could do that, they're like, you're, I, on, you're on a hockey rink, Jean Claude, and he's like, well, I need two chairs. If I cannot do splits, I will not do movie. If I could do that, I would show. Look what I learned to do. Boom. Thank you. But in every movie? Sure. Like, the Rock has the eyebrow. He's got the splits. I don't think he does that in every no, movie. No, but in my mind he does. Okay, Just enough. like Will Smith goes, oh, hell no, in he every should. movie. Or, or at least it, it, at the bare minimum it needs to be in the outtakes. Mm-hmm. But uh, Van Damme did a movie called Time Cop. And it's basically about like the movie opens and like there's this guy um, who's went back in time with machine guns to rob uh like this uh it's sometime sometime in the civil war they're transporting like gold and he just he kills everybody in it mm-hmm. pretty easily because they've all got like you know muskets and just stuff that is not going to be able to stand up yeah i mean more or <laughs> yeah. less yeah um and then you've got another guy that is going back in time to just before um the great depression he's buying stock or it may be slightly after going in basically just getting stocks for pennies Mm -hmm. on the dollar and then traveling 70 years into the future so that like now he's they have to go through a really good idea but it's a jean-claude van damme movie so like all of your all of the good really starts going out out the door but like the concept for it like they even turned it into a very short-lived tv series and when i say short-lived like i think it, it lasted two episodes oh i mean shorter than manimal like short, short, like wow. you're two steps away from just being canceled before you ever air, ever air. But it's a great concept having police that have to monitor like temporal incursions. Like you can't go back in time and, you know, give yourself forbidden knowledge about the stock market. Mm-hmm. You can't go back in time and rob like, you know, somebody in the 1860s of the gold that they're transporting around. You but, can't go back and kill Hitler. But like I said, all the good is... After that initial idea where you're just like, wow, that's a cool concept, but but then it's just dumb. This seems like somebody went, you know what's cool? Time Cop. But you know what would be better? What what could you do different with Time Cop? They're they like, we could make a good movie this time. And they're like, that's, that's the kind of ideas we need. Keep right. them coming. Here, keep that. Do good <laughs> instead of... Drek. That's great. That's what's number two. That's I. I think I, we've got it. Holy here. cow! Let's let's uh, green I'm gonna, light I'm, that. I'm going to take this to uh, <laughs> the, the executive in charge of production. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to see Tenant, even though at the moment I can't really tell anyone anything about it except it has something to do with time. That's. But I mean, as someone whose fil- favorite film is Back to the Future, like really, that's. That's about all you have to do to at least get me to listen to what you're saying. They'll be like, well, Adam, time travel. And I'll be like, mm-hmm. Go on. Yes. You I'm, have I'm me. listening. 1.21 gigawatts of intensity is about to hit you. Yeah. Serious intensity. So after Tenet, let me just make sure I have all of my little notes here. Um, after Tenet. The next big move has been Wonder Woman has been pushed to fall, and I think um, No Time to Die has also been pushed to sometime in November, which is the supposedly final uh, Daniel Craig Bond movie. Ah, okay. Which really? He, I will, I will remind you, Daniel Craig became James Bond one year after Christopher Nolan uh, did his first Batman. So, like. He's been 
James Bond at this point for almost 15 years. Really? Yeah. Like In my mind, he's the new Bond. Well, he technically you're not wrong, Jane. But I'm just saying, like, he's not the new Bond in that, like, he just came out of the shrink wrap. Like, I want to say, not Dalton, uh, Roger Moore did it for almost the same amount of time, but Roger Moore looked a little bit more long in the tooth than Dalton, or not Dalton, uh, than Craig does at mm-hmm. the end of his, like, yeah, yeah, honest to goodness, I, I'd, I could keep if they did Craig. two more Daniel Craig movies, like, I'd be fine with that, like, He's probably my favorite James Bond, all due respect to Sean Connery. Yes. Be- yeah, I would have to agree with that because I-, I love parts of all of them. And Sean Connery, much like Shatner, we just love him because he's Sean Connery. And they're, and they're both from the 60s. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Bond, for me, Daniel Craig is like, I could totally believe that guy is James Bond. Well, when when he starts like beating up five guys simultaneously, like, I buy it. Like, I understand it's all big and fantastic and it's not realistic, but, like, the intensity that guy throws down, I'm just like, yeah, "Yeah, I believe that. When when Connery did it, like, it's about two steps away from being an Austin Powers movie. Like, they're they're very tongue-in-cheek to the point that I'm just like, I... I almost can't take you seriously. And like like I said, I have all the respect in the world for Dr. No and from Russia with Love. Mm-hmm. But like they're they're very different films from a very different time period. And like I saw Casino Royale and I'm just like, wow. And you're not talking about the Peter Sellers no, Casino Royale. No, no, I'm talking about the 2006 Casino Royale. And yet I've seen the Peter Sellers Casino Royale so many times. Going going back to what we were saying earlier about Mulan, like v- very different takes on very similar source material. Mm-hmm. So it really will be interesting to see how it all plays out. Uh, not every state will be able to open up theaters, but this is supposed to be a global thing. And so globally, theaters will be open. So it's going to affect how much it makes. And it could affect how long it plays because you can't have as many people in the theater. Well, but and this is a probably the first time in at least as as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. All right. There's always, you know, 10 movies playing at the theater because they're recycling them over from the previous oh, that's right. week. They could play it in every one, right? I'm just saying, like, okay, whenever huh. Mulan opens, what else is going to be playing in that theater except Mulan? I or, didn't or, even think of or that. Or when Mulan and Tenet are playing, like, I'm just saying, like, do you put those in five theaters and, like, have I would. them spaced? Like, is is there a 7, a 715, a 745, and an 8? Because... Or, about a I'm, seven and a 705 or and a are you are you going to pipe back in movies that are hypothetically already on Blu-ray or DVD? Like, hmm. what are you filling all those theaters with, if not Mulan and Tenet? And are you not defeating the purpose of trying to keep people apart by having them all show up at the same time, even though they go to a different theater? I have seen so many situations the past few weeks where, in Tennessee, social distancing doesn't exist. Wearing a mask and social distancing doesn't exist. It's almost like COVID-19 doesn't exist in Tennessee. So I don't think it's going to work well if 
we've got a 7 o'clock movie of Tenet and a 7.15 of Mulan because the rush is all going to be there at the same place until they get into the theater. Right. But, but like, I mean, unless you're, like, roping off, like, yeah. parts of it. it I, I Like I said, I don't, I, I have not had to be, sit th- I have not had to sit there and work out all the logistics of all of this. But I'm also sitting there going, well, how do you, you know, how do you get around that? Or the fact that the, the your, your common, common, like, exceptions or thoughts or this is how we've always done it. I mean, like I said, what else is playing in those movies, movie theaters? Like, Whenever they open on July fifteenth, are is it are, are all ten theaters playing Mulan? Mm-hmm. Like what? What are you do? Are you playing older movies? Like, and if you're playing older movies, why don't I just watch my DVD or my digital Again, copy or uh, the popcorn? So I guess we don't really have any answers, but theaters are supposed to be opening up where they can, but they will not. Nothing is going to be like you remember it. And I don't know if it ever will go back to being like you remember it. Not some stuff, may. Or, or at the at the bare minimum, not not very soon. Right, not very least. soon. So for a while, this is the normal, and maybe the normal is we all go to the theater to see the movie because everything else is either on demand or you're just watching whatever you're watching. Which I'm not really opposed to that either, because it gotten to the point for me where I only go see a movie if it's a big event to me. Because there are some movies that we've, we've reviewed a lot of movies. And some, it's like, well, sure, I went to the theater, but do I really need to see this in a theater? Well, and I mean, if you're talking about, like, l- let's say it's Friday night and you're taking your family, like, financial, I'm not talking, it's not like a commitment like you're buying a house, but I mean, like, it's if, a lot. if people are getting popcorn and drinks and, like, tickets and gas and everything, I mean, bare minimum, it, like, if you've got, you know, a family of, like, five, including you, the, you know, husband and wife, like, you're probably talking about, like, a $50, $60 investment, not saying, oh, you know, you've got a family. my family of four, we're talking 80 bucks, and that's the cheapest we can go to the movies. Well, I'm saying, like, and there's, well, there's eight of us, so, like... I am looking for discount tickets. I'm looking mm-hmm. for like buy one, get ones. I'm looking for coupon codes on apps and using multiple apps mm-hmm. so that I can get the different buy one, get ones. Or I'm 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 buying a DVD of something so that I can get the $5 off like this or a $10 toward. Like I have to be smart about it or I will go broke taking them to the theater. Like, And you don't go to, you don't take them to every single movie. No. Like, I mean, again, it's the, it's a, it, it is your events. Like, you know, the kids like Pixar movies. They like Star Wars movies. They like Marvel movies. The big ones, I will try to make sure that they get to go see, but like peanut butter Falcon, I wasn't just like, let's load up the family. Let's go guys. It, that was just one that I was like, well, I've got to review something this week. This mm-hmm. is what I'm going to review. Yeah. So, I I do look forward to seeing these movies. And if they have changed things rather quickly, maybe it won't happen. Or maybe it will. Either way, I am looking forward to these movies. Very oh, much yeah. so. Well, l- listen, like, as, a, as somebody that has been doing this podcast with you for, I think, almost two years yep. at this point, um, and essentially have, I, up until, like, COVID shut the theaters down, I was watching at least a film a week like mm-hmm. obviously like somebody that does that enjoys doing it or what was the horrible one with the alligator and it kept surrounding the house crawl. chomp oh crawl crawl you're not far 
You're not. You're it's not far from. Crawl. That's the. That, that's the great value brand right there. I still haven't seen it, and yet I remember talking about it, and it seemed so hilarious. But it was. A, it was a comedy, right? It was. I mean, it's um, unintentional. Okay. Like it, it, if Blockbuster still existed, you know, you would have your drama, like horror, comedy. Unintentional com- <laughs> There would be an unintentional comedy section if, if, if I owned a Blockbuster. That would be great. Anyway, uh, the times, they're changing. So maybe soon Adam will be able to go back to the theater. Or we'll just send him in. We'll send him in like the bird goes into the mines. And we'll see if, you know, the virus is circulated in the AC. Man, it's I, airborne. I, I prefer to be wearing, like, the nuclear hazmat suit, like... For, if we're going to draw parallels from that, like I instead guess. of me being the the dead canary, like let me be. You want uh, a Dustin Hoffman? Docking, docking Marty, like doing the plutonium into the 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 chamber oh. before we time travel. All um, right, I I'd guess. rather do that at the at the least. I guess people are just like, ah, he's a spaceman from Mars. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so uh, see, we were gonna. I, I I thought, and then we'll talk about, but we don't have another five hours to talk about Marty McFly. But we will. We can. But we Eventually. Won't. Eventually we will. We probably already have. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craven. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.